morning, and welcome to Connections Radio Show, where we talk about ideas that matter. I'm glad you have made the connection and are with us today. I'm Lori Fitz, your host, and the goal of our show is to explore a wide range of topics that challenge us to see ourselves, our community, and the world around us that gets us thinking, gets us talking, gets us imagining, and perhaps inspired or challenged to do just a bit more because we've made the connection. This week, we center on the arts again, which I absolutely adore. And we have a focus on next weekend's 32nd annual Powderhorn Art Fair. To do this, my co-host and good friend, Tabitha Montgomery, the Executive Director of Powderhorn Park Neighborhood Association, is joining us. So good to be back with you, Lori. Thank you for having me. I look forward to having you every year. <laughs> and you've been doing this for six years. I can't believe that. It's crazy. It goes fast. It well, It has. It's been just zip by. But with that, I'm going to let you remind the audience what Powderhorn Park Art Fair is all about. So the Powderhorn Art Fair has been going on for 32 years. This is its 32nd year. It's rooted in community, started by community, for the community in the heart of South Minneapolis. It's all about featuring hundreds, hundreds of visual artists, um, bringing people together in a way that's just really magical. In Powderhorn Park, which is a part of the Minneapolis Parks and Recreation Board, we have a deep relationship with them. Um Amazing art that you can purchase, that you can experience, food vendors, dozens of food vendors, activities um, that are family, uh, kid friendly. So it's just a great time, a great time. It's a two day festival um, and it kicks off next Saturday. And I always like to remind people that when you buy art, you're really investing in the community. Absolutely. And it's, one again, another opportunity to kind of experience our, you know, up close and personal. There's so many things that we buy online, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, and so many artists are, you know, uh, multi-channel in terms of how they share their art with the world these days. But this one really allows you not only to purchase the art, but to talk to the artist. So hundreds of artists who are able to talk about their practice, to talk about their medium, Mm -hmm. to talk about what brought them to their passion, one of their passions um, in many cases, um, all right there in this beautiful, pristine park setting that is Powderhorn Park. I like to always encourage the audience because sometimes we're a little shy when we go and we we don't know quite what to say. Um, but to go ahead and look at a piece and then ask the artist something about that piece. Absolutely. Know, something that has moved you or you have a question about. It's amazing what kind of conversation can be opened up, and the artists love that. They adore it. I mean, it gives them an opportunity to talk about maybe what inspired them for that particular piece, mm-hmm. how long sometimes it takes them. Sometimes artists, it's not just a straightforward process. They could be working on a piece for months. They start it and they come back to it for any number of reasons. And so it's fascinating sometimes to hear about um, just their approach to um, their passion. They sometimes also have a theme that that some pieces interrelate, that they're working out an idea. Yeah. They're um, creating something um, that they're working out in their head and they're creating in the ar- their art. Yeah, just like all of us, things speak to us different in different ways. For some artists, you know, they can be completely enraptured by the construct of, you know, um, an element like water. Mm-hmm. And you'll see themes of um, movement that connects back to their connection to water or the earth um, or, you know, air and just different ways that how they express what comes up for them when they create. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's even that um, visceral for them. And we have new artists coming this year. What's always, new? always What's new, new artists, always new things. One of the things I got to say is what we realized is not all artists are um, 
from a visual perspective, uh, understand or want to be a part of what we would consider to be like a traditional art fair uh, format. So Mm -hmm. we created space to do more like gallery installations. So we have four what we're calling immersive art installations that folks can experience at the art fair this year. So we've partnered with four artists in the community to kind of create um, uh, something that people can kind of walk through, touch and feel different than just purchasing art. So they can't purchase, you can't take it with you, mm-hmm. if you will, but it is an installation in, throughout the, the venue itself. So that's going to be new. We also have what we call a dedicated family zone. So a lot of different types of activities in this space where you can um, get face painting, you can watch a puppet show, <laughs> right? You can experience the Crayola, the Crayola experience, which we'll talk about a little bit more in detail a little bit later today. But there's a lot of different things, again, that we try to bring into the overall event so that there's a little bit of something for everybody and that you can stroll and experience it and um, even come back both days. You can learn as well as just eat and have a good time. <laughs> That's right. And, and with 66 acres, right, with 66 acres, bring a blanket, stay a while, hang mm-hmm. out, you know. Also want to make sure that folks know how to find information if they want to research it. Great. So everyone should just head to www.parterhornartfair.org or .com. And to help us explore the impact of the fair, we've got a local artist, Shay Mays. Tell us a little bit about Shay. Shay is just amazing. Shay um, was with us last year and, in fact, uh, won the Best in Show award winner in our community showcase category. And as a result of that, what we like to do is to then also allow um, our Best in Show award winners an opportunity to have a piece of their art root or ground the next year's collateral. So Shay's piece um, is really what anchors all of our promotional collateral this year. And it's super cool, vibrant, fresh, funky, really, I think. And, and if they go to the website. And and it's it's plastered all over. <laughs> it is cool. It's I do love it. It's plastered all over the web, website. So it's a really, really great piece. Shay, we're so glad that you're joining us today. Hey, thanks. I appreciate it. Um, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I, I, I have a, I'm going to have a rough transition. I, I'm working in the kitchen at the Pillsbury House right now. We're setting up for a block party. So I just shifted from like full-blown cooking to, you know, now we're shifting over to art. So, Shay, um, I, can I just yeah, double down on that plug? Because I love that. Because I was telling Lori before the show that I, too, am going to be at the block party. <laughs> and she's got to rush right oh, after yeah, this yeah. show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, shout out to Pillsbury House and Theater, who's having an amazing, what they're calling Inside Out, uh, block party. It's right at the corner of 35th and Chicago Avenue in South Minneapolis. So again, not in, only talking about the art fair, but if you guys are out and about in South Minneapolis today, swing over, swing on by. Yep, and I'm making tacos. <laughs> and Shay's yeah. making tacos. <laughs> <laughs> so Shay, um, as a local artist, one of the things that uh, would love for you to talk a little bit about is the ways that you right currently share your art with the world, and you know why did you decide specifically to participate? And so it's a two part question. Um, so how do you, and why, and what practices, and do you share your art with the world? And then follow up to that is your experience at the Powderhorn Art Fair last year. Like, why did you decide to participate? Right, right. Um, yeah, I share my art through social media, um, random pop up markets. Uh, but I do um, group exhibitions and, and all that kind of stuff, um, and then fairs as well. So last year, the only fair I did was Powderhorn. I'm 
I'm very new to the visual arts. I've been cooking for a while, but I've just gotten into it. So last year was my first fine arts fair. Um, and the reason I went to it is because, you know, just kind of exploring, meeting people in the arts community, they were seeing my art and they were saying, I feel like Powderhorn's a good fit for you. Like it'll resonate with the crowd there. And, um, you know, so I just applied because I heard it from like three, four people, um, maybe even more. And sure enough, you know, the, the feedback was great. I felt at home there. Um, yeah, it just, it felt like I, I belonged. I guess that's kind of cause, you know, I, I come from the neighborhood. I grew up, you know, from between, uh, Chicago and Lake to 43rd and Chicago. So, um, yeah. That's awesome. I mean, we love the community connections that the art fair has always represented. You know, it started by a group of artists and that so many artists in our community still participate in a really a regionally recognized and allotted and awarded show is so great. It's really humbling, you know, quite frankly, for us as an organization to still be able to attract and draw and support and to be meaningful to artists like yourself, Shay. So thank you. And to yeah, both and of I've, I've, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry, I'd, I'd just like to give you guys credit because getting into, you know, the whole arts world is a major shift. And Powderhorn Art Fair last year was the first kind of accolade I received. Like that kind of um, kind of gave me that acknowledgement, like you're on the right track, you know. So I appreciate what you guys do and, you know, having an open eye and being open minded about artwork and people in general. So It is hard to accept sometimes that you're an artist. It's nice to have acknowledgement that allows that. Um, next step to to pursue a dream, to pursue a calling, to pursue the art that's in you. Um, I have a question for both of you in terms of art in general, um, building community and building connections. Uh, Shay, I'd love to hear what your thought is about art in general. How does it build community in general? Yeah, I think think there's like unlimited connections um, with art and community. Like, you can really look at every little aspect of art and, and see how it affects us and brings us together. One of my personal favorites, though, is um, just kind of the way, like, art for me, the connection I share with people, it allows me to bypass that kind of small talk and superficial pleasantry stage in, in meeting or communicating with someone. Um, I'm not good at that stuff, as you can tell. You know, I'm not, like, I don't enjoy the, 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 the small banter, the, the shallow banter, but when you get into to, um, art, you kind of skip that and you go right to, you know, emotions, feelings, memories, um, whatever. Um, so yeah, if you, you know, if you just come up to me and ask me how the weather is, I might not respond well, but if you ask me how, you know, what I, about street food from around the world or something like that, I'll, I'll be invested in that conversation. <laughs> <for sure. laughs> and, and the street food from around the world has an art to it as well, doesn't it? Absolutely. I mean, I I started as a as a cook and then as a sh- and then moved into a chef before I became a visual artist. So my my visual art practice is heavily influenced by like my experience in the kitchen. And how can folks that are listening buy your art? Um, I will be at Powderhorn Art Fair. Um, <laughs> That's the right answer. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> I gotta first and foremost next weekend. Fifth and sixth, um, I'll be booth ten in the main exhibitor section. Um, I'm gonna have a lot of, you know, I got this kind of new 3D experimental uh, art thing I'm I'm developing, so I got some of that. I also print stickers and uh, a couple paintings, so I'm I'm very wide ranging mixed media 
And um, besides that, I have uh, Instagram. You can follow me on that and reach out to me. Uh, that's S-H-E-A underscore M-A-Z, M-A-Z-E underscore A-R-T. Uh, my website is www.mazeart.com or dot X-Y-Z. Sorry. Um, and then also I am currently an artist in residence with the Minnesota African American Heritage Museum and Gallery. So I'm developing a solo exhibition. So wow. follow me or, you know, check my website and then the date is uh, to be decided. But, yeah, I'll have a three-month solo show. So that will be a cool thing to kind of look forward to. Wow. I, the Powderhorn Art Fair on the um, on the website describes the art fair as iconic, artsy, and eclectic. <laughs> and I think that perfectly <laughs> describes your absolutely wonderful art that I so enjoy. Um, it, it has a nice pop to it. Thank you very much. I try. Yeah, it's definitely powerful. And, you know, one of the things that I would share in terms of, for me, what comes up in terms of how we build and why it's so important for art to help build community and connections is because I honestly think, guys, that it kind of puts us all almost in the same tempo. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, you know, you you see it not only you, you create a, a moment where people want to experience art. Same thing with music. Right. Or same thing with food. Mm-hmm. Like in a restaurant or at a food truck, it puts us in a similar tempo, like the people in the line for the food, the people <laughs> walking around the fair, the people at the concert. It helps really put us on almost like the same plane. And equalize even, it. Yes. Even though we're all experiencing it differently, we're, we're enjoying it in different ways. We're having different sensations that comes up for us. But, man, it's something about getting in the rhythm with the community that really helps to build community. And it is Breaking next- bread. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Bringing people together. And with that, we'll have more to discuss in our next segment. And again, folks, you can go to powderhornartfair.com for more information. And stay with us. We're going to continue to celebrate um, the wonderful events and activities and art uh, at the Powderhorn Art Fair next weekend. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Connections Radio Show. Again, we're shared this wonderful morning with our friend Tabitha Montgomery, and she is with the Powderhorn Park Neighborhood Association, and she's here to discuss the Powderhorn Art Fair, which will feature more than 200 visual artists from 10 different states, and to... um, to celebrate that, we're going to be talking about all kinds of cool things that, that make this event as wonderful as it is. So tell me about the nature of art, my friend Tabitha. <laughs> oh, wow. You know, it's really powerful. I mean, I think that we, as we were just kind of talking about in the previous uh, segment, it's just this uh, equal equalizer, right? Mm-hmm. The way that we see people interact with each other in the park. It seems like there's more grace. There's more joy. There's more um, energy. There's like a hum, right, truly, that takes place in the park. And not just because of the 15,000 people that descend on this which, event. Which do which give a hum. There is a hum. 
<laughs> with them. Right. But there's a different kind. It's almost something in your soul. Yeah. You know, I think people show up looking to be inspired. Mm-hmm. They're looking to find something they love. Mm-hmm. They're looking to find that peace. Mm-hmm. They're looking for something to bring in their home, mm-hmm. right, or their office. And th- those are very personal spaces, right? And there's so many different price points that everyone can do that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's so important. You know, I love taking one piece at least from each art fair I go. Yeah. And you see that even as uh, Shay, who was our, um, who's our featured like promotional artist and who will be presenting again um, at this year's art fair, he talked about it. Like he, he will have some stickers in his booth or he applies his um, three um, mixed media art to paintings and paintings can be at different scales. There's mugs you can purchase, aprons, jewelry, right? Like, so the art fair is really a fine arts and fine crafts fair for us here in the community. And so it's always, about helping people to believe that if they come out, whether you purchase something or not, we certainly love when people support our artists, not only locally, but regionally, but you certainly will leave with something you love. And with that, that's something you can treasure not only for yourself, but it's a special story yeah. that you can then share with kids, with um, friends. You know, It's a gift that that has more than just the piece to it. Yeah. And I always love stories. And one of the things you'll find is we'll hear from so many people who attend the art fair that their um, commitment, like if they've been coming for years, mm-hmm. is to always find one thing. Yeah. Right. And so then it becomes their own like Powderhorn Art Fair gallery at home, even when they cross different mediums and so forth. So there could be a painting, there could be um, pottery, there could be jewelry, there could be, you know, fill in the blank. But it's ultimately about purchasing something from these artists in community at this particular event that gives them a degree of inspiration and joy that just can't be replicated. I also liked how Shay shared in the last segment about um, by being recognized Mm -hmm. and honored. Yeah. It gave him even more of a sense of th- he's on the right path. Yeah, like that ago, you know, and, and it's a juried art fair. And mm-hmm. so we partner with other artists. So our organization do not select those who are invited mm-hmm. to participate. Mm-hmm. We use other artists' eye and talent mm-hmm. to determine who would receive an invitation because we generally receive – um, twice as many applicants as we can receive. So mm-hmm. about 400, sometimes 450 people who are looking to participate at this fair. And uh, as a result, we also have those same jurors who come out on the Saturday and then they select first place, second place, and best in show, mm-hmm. right? Which is, again, um, a, a huge accolade to receive probably mm-hmm. in most things. But I think for artists, again, another for source of encouragement, not only because of the real-time feedback that you can get from people popping into your booth and asking you questions about your art or giving you compliments on what you created as an artist and who you are as an artist. But then there's this culminating piece that we as host of the event try to incorporate about really just acknowledging um, certain pieces of art that are just maybe for the jurors what are considered outstanding. And what I think that also does is when that's on your resume, mm-hmm. when that's on your artist's bio, yep. it positions you for other opportunities. So you're not only inspiring the artist to do more, but yep. that recognition is then viewed by other opportunities as well. Yeah. One at this you know, great art fair that has been around for 32 years yeah. and has done good work and produces good artists. Yeah, that's great. I mean, I think that that's also something that Shay spoke to because he's currently an artist at residence. And I don't, I'm going to butcher it, but I think the African-American Cultural Museum mm-hmm. um, is an opportunity that came up for him and he will be, he's currently working on um, an entire show. 
So for the last part, we have a couple minutes. We're going to do um, a rapid fire. I think I'm ready. And what can we expect <laughs> at ne- next weekend's fair? So how many artists from Minnesota will be featured at 166 the 166 oh my goodness out of the nearly 230 220 artists all right next question how many food options will be at the fair there will and you must provide a few examples i can do it <laughs> i can do it there are going to be 18 different food opportunities for you to consume we're going to have folks like nautical bowls kcm egg rolls who always has a line out of the door sugar butter minneapolis who mm. are featuring half pound cookies people oh, lala homemade ice cream <laughs> and there's just too many more to name all right is there a cost to enter the art fair absolutely not okay. zero cost to you <laughs> and what are some other attractions that are going to be at this year's event. So it's a purely family-friendly event, and it's going to have face painting, puppet shows at different hours of the day, um, a wow mobile, which will be featuring a metalworking studio, a mobile <laughs> metal metalworking studio, pop-up Crayola experience with our friends over at the Mall of America, and so much more. And with that, this is a great time to break because it's almost previewing yes. the Crayola experience that we will learn more about in the next segment. Yes, we can do it. Thanks for joining us and hearing about our great Powderhorn Art Fair next weekend that you all will go to. Put it on your calendar. It's a great event. And join us in the next segment where we'll learn more about Mall of America's support and the Crayola experience. We have been chatting with my friend and co-host, Tabitha Montgomery. By the way, you're listening to Connections Radio Show, and I'm your host, Lori Fitz, and Tabitha is my co-host today. And she brings such wonderful thoughts and um, updates and shared experiences about the Powderhorn Art Fair. It's the 32nd annual, isn't it? Super exciting. Thank you for having us, as always, Lori, to talk about this amazing community-centered event. It's a spectacular event, and it'll take place next weekend, August 5th and 6th, from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. both days. And it features several hundred visual artists, dozens of food vendors, and family-friendly activities that we've been talking about. And it's right in the heart of Minneapolis at Powderhorn Park. And one of the activities that Tabitha mentioned in our last segment is the pop-up Crayola Experience, and that's hosted by the Mall of America, who is also investing as a sponsor for this year's event. So we thank very much the Mall of America's support. And to learn a little bit more about what folks can expect from this pop-up event, we have... Laura and Laura, I'm, uh, you're going to have to help us out with your last name, but I know... You, you <laughs> Is it you tech? It's UTech. Great job. Oh, my Thank God. you. UTech, thank you so much for having me today. I appreciate it. Absolutely. And you're the communications director for the Mall of America, right? That is correct. Yep. Well, we're, we're grateful that you're here to tell us about this amazing opportunity that's going to be at the Powderhorn Park Art Fair. And before we jump into things, Laura, I just wanted to, again, thank you on air for being a sponsor and for the collaboration um, at this year's event with having the Crayola Experience join our 32nd Annual Powderhorn Art Fair. Of course, we're so happy to be a part of it, and we, we feel honored. Thank you guys for asking and having me today and a part of this fantastic event. So 
Laura, why don't you help our listeners understand what the Crayola experience at the Mall of America generally involves and then how the pop-up will translate at the Puddlehorn Art Fair? Of course, you know, Crayola experience at Mall of America, it really just sparks the magic and creativity in a child's imagination. You know, once people go, they always remember it. Over two hands-on attractions to enjoy, including one, have your own always the biggest hit, you know, my my. Child- Laura, can you, you're unfortunately going in and out with your phone. If you could just back up and, and tell us again, what was that one great experience oh, that, that so you're about sorry. to say? Oh, I'm so sorry about that. So I was saying there's 20 hands-on attractions, including one where you can actually name and wrap your own crayon. And that's always the biggest hit, too. Um, people always love it. The kids love it. It's always very, very fun. So. Whether you're young or young at heart, everybody loves being a part of Crayola Experience. We offer one-general admission tickets and annual passes and just a variety of opportunities to come and visit. For our booth at Powderhorn Art Fair, it's going to be in the family zone. We're going to have coloring sheets, crayons, markers for kids to let their creativity run wild. We're going to be giving out free stickers and bookmarks. And we're even going to have a giveaway for a chance to win four general admission tickets to Crayola Experience at Mall of America. So a little something for everybody there and a great way to win, too. When you first uh, maybe interacted with the Crayola Experience, what was your first um, experience with this so that you can tell maybe some of the audience members who've not done this before what they can expect when they go to the Powderhorn Art Fair? Uh, you know, it's it's really magical. You walk in and you just kind of are immersed into a world of color. Um, it, there's crayons everywhere. It really sparks that um, that art in a child, and it's really just that hands-on learning and art. There's um, theatrical performances. There's an area as well where you can look up, and it looks like crayons are melting down. <laughs> on you. There's another. Um, Traction where you can melt crayons and they they come down and the the melted wax spins down onto a piece of paper for you. So it's just it's really hands on. It's really fun. Um, the people that work there are incredible. They are they love kids. They're um, just enjoying it. They're having fun and it doesn't even feel like they're working. So it's you know it's just such a great experience and I can't recommend it enough for people to check out. And that's why we can get people a little glimpse of it when they come to Powder or an art fair. Oh, so that's be great. A great opportunity. You know, I, I think we all can tap into a shared memory of our first box of crayons. And then yep. the the joy and the desire of having the bigger box. <laughs> oh my gosh! With the sharpener on the back, exactly. The sharpener exactly. on the back. I hate to admit that I wasn't always the kindest, and I remember a, a very traumatic episode with one of my sisters. Let's just say I forget what the nature of the argument was, but I know she lost some crayons in the, uh, in the, in the, in the battle because they were that important to her. But um, before going down that rabbit hole, uh, Laura, one of the things that I wanted to just kind of chat with you about is when we were talking about, you know, the Crayola experience joining this year's event, um, you were also sharing some pretty cool things happening at the Mall of America in general. So why don't you take a minute and kind of talk to us a little bit about that? There is so much going on at Mall of America. Where do we even start? <laughs> um, so we have, you know, if you want to come and visit, especially during the summertime, because it has been hot <laughs> and the air conditioning is working at Mall of America. So <laughs> you can stay nice and cool. That's one thing for sure. Uh, but we have incredible attractions. We've got Nickelodeon Universe, Sea Life Aquarium, 
over America where it's a, a simulated ride where you truly feel like you're soaring and fi- flying above uh, throughout seeing those great monuments. Um, and then, of course, Crayola experience. But also open some fantastic new attractions uh, and a lot of really family-friendly attractions, too. So Climb Zone, that features 40 unique climbing walls with the self-belief system for climbers of all ages. Museum of Illusions, awesome place for those photo options. It's optical illusions, and it just really leaves your mind puzzled with these fantastic photo ops where it looks like one person's really tall and one person's really short. kind of shows you how they do things in movies a little bit, too. And some really cool upcoming attractions. We have Link World coming, and that's this interactive, immersive art experience. And it was developed by the co-founder of Blue Man Group. Do you guys remember oh, Blue Man absolutely. Group? Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> yes, Chris Wink developed it. So really cool. Something a little more adult focused. We are opening a world class haunt attraction this fall. So for those brave souls that want to go through, uh, it was with American Monsters, and so. Bro- that we welcome you but a little bit more for yourself on that one and of course the shopping we have all kinds of great new stores that open viore and athleisure brand then we have chanel fragrance and beauty boutique carl's fishing and outdoors that's really for those anglers whether they're newcomers or experienced uh, anglers we, they've got it, something for everybody and then rowan which is this bright and trendy jewelry store, uh, store and it has uh, fun and also safe piercings performed by licensed nurses too, so very safe. So, variety of things. And your sushi, or we have your sushi too. That's a, a popular dining option, and it has get this a revolving sushi bar. Ooh. So <laughs> the sushi bar kind of <laughs> goes around, and you pick up your sushi. It's really cool. So very interactive. Well, definitely the Mall of America is a destination place and very unique experience for people all over the world come to to want to be part and see what the Mall of America is all about. But I'd love to know why it's important for you to partner with the Powderhorn Park Neighborhood Association and community events like the Powderhorn Park uh, or the Powderhorn Art Festival. Yeah, you know, for 30 years, Mall of America has been, you know, welcoming place and Really, it's our community that's made us so successful, and we feel honored to be a part of the Powder Heart Art Fair. We really do that you guys asked us to be a part of this, and we can work together and, and be a part of that community. We want to be in our community, and um, and giving back and, and being involved in the community has always been a priority to us, and we've worked with so many different community organizations, helping to raise millions of dollars um, for various organizations and nonprofits in the area. Yeah, that's also why we recently launched the Mall of America Community Foundation as well. We really wanted to continue our philanthropic efforts to make a difference in the community that we love. So community is is, um, a very high priority for Mall of America. That's awesome. And, you know, for us as a community-centered event and a community-centered organization, you know, one of the things that we're often mindful of is not only being able to lift up what's there, meaning the beauty of our artists and the vibrant and eclectic community that we serve, but also this idea that we want to host and create events that's for everybody and that are family-friendly mm-hmm. and that you can come out with your kids to your 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 parents, right? 
um, yeah. regardless of where you are on the generational scale. So it feels as if that's like a shared interest or goal between our organizations, even though we are massively different sizes and scale and so <laughs> forth and scope. Uh, but just maybe wanted to give you another opportunity to not necessarily just to, to list off all of the different family-friendly attractions, but to kind of help us to understand why that's important for the Mall of America to have family-friendly attractions that bring people together in that way. The thing, if you ask anybody that works at Mall of America, the thing that we love the most you, you've cut out just again, so you left us on a little bit of a, right. a lecture. Uh, the thing you, you love the most is? I'm leaving you in suspense. I'm yeah. doing this on purpose. Oh, good, good, good. It's working. <laughs> you know, the thing that we all love most is just walking around the mall, um. seeing the faces, hearing the laughter. And especially those people that have just been there for the first time and they're just experiencing it and taking it in. There's really nothing like it. I mean, you walk through the mall, you've got a theme park in the center of the entire <laughs> mall, and there's just, there's something for everybody. You know, um, more than 500 stores and two connected luxury hotels where people can stay, you know, hundreds of attractions and, and events throughout the year where there's really something for you know, being inclusive and welcoming everybody and having families come through the door, having children, um, you know, create those memories. And for those of us that grew up here in the Twin Cities area, or even those of us who haven't and came to Twin Cities through this small, you have those distinct memories. I just remember down that log chute with my family and getting drenched at the bottom. <laughs> it's those things that just stick with you. And we get to create those memories for people and for families and for children to come experience that. And that's why we do this. And that's why this is important to us. So, um, you know, we want to create those memories and make people happy. And I think we've been doing it pretty well, but getting sort of, you know, things like the powder and art fair and, and helping to, to get out of our, our box and, and bring that to, to kids elsewhere too. It's fun as well. It reminds me of what uh, Tabitha said uh, earlier on about the uh, Powderhorn Art Fair being an equalizer. You know, it's mm-hmm. coming for that experience, and mm-hmm. that experience creates kind of a nice hum yeah. of um, hope and anticipation and, and joy yeah. in, in being together yeah. and experiencing whether it's something new at the Mall of America or something that mm-hmm. they treasure that yeah. they want to come back and experience again. Um, it has a lot of parallels to the art fair. There's yeah. so many things in life that we sometimes don't acknowledge are universal. Mm-hmm. You know, just the power of laughter, the power of love, the power of family, the power of friendship, the power of art, right? The power of connection. You know, there is something about the energy at the Powderhorn Art Fair that I have found over these past eight years, and certainly for all of the people connected to this event for the past 32, that I believe just creates the right tempo, the tempo to be to feel as if you're seeing the tempo to to know and to believe that you're going to find something special, um, the ability to partner with large organizations, small organizations, established artists, emerging artists, to find this this place in community in a very real way that is reflective of all the things in community. And so we are just continue to be tickle pink that we get to, you know, host such an amazing, beloved and popular event in South Minneapolis. 
I love that you use tickled pink because that right. brings us back to the artist. <laughs> so you have to go, and that's a good good way to to make sure that we promote the website, which is powderhornartfair.com. And not only is Tabitha tickled pink, but the website is tickled pink uh, to be sharing all sorts of great information um, and and hosting great artists and talking about those artists and the experiences that we all can experience next weekend. Laura, thank you so much uh, for joining thank us you. today. And, and I am yes. thrilled with the uh, concept of a Crayola experience. And I will have to come back and experience my childhood. <laughs> you, yep, you let me know. We'll get you in there. We'll take good care of you. All right. I look forward to it. Thanks, Laura. Thank you both. Appreciate it. Absolutely. And we'll take a break now, but we'll have one more great segment uh, to come back and talk about all the fabulous things that, that each one of us can experience and have that, what Tabitha was sharing in terms of kind of a universal experience that allows us to laugh and to wonder and to be together and, and have that moment um, as a great art equalizer. We'll be right back. Welcome back. We're so glad that you joined us today. And we have been celebrating uh, the Powderhorn Art Fair. And I'm celebrating, this is the six years, that Tabitha Montgomery has joined me in celebrating it with our AM950 audience. Um, It's a great event. And it's something that reflects community. It reflects art. Um, it reflects joy. It it it, it reflects uh, a time for families and or individuals or friends just to come together and do something special. So, welcome back uh, to our Connections Radio Show. Uh, I'm Lori Fitz, your host, and Tabitha Montgomery is my co-host today, and she is also the executive director of the Powderhorn Park Neighborhood Association. So. In our last segment here, we're going to do some wrap-up, um, talking about next weekend's Powderhorn Art Fair, which takes place August 5th and 6th. The time is from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. And as we learned in an earlier segment, it is free. There is no cost. No cost. <laughs> but we do want you to buy some art. We do want you to buy some art. At least one piece. And there's all kinds of price points. Now, this is located in Powderhorn Park in the heart of Minneapolis. And the Powderhorn Park Neighborhood Association does this in close collaboration with the Minneapolis Parks and Recreation Board. And they've partnered for more than three decades. This is number 32. 32. Number 32. So what else should folks know about the event? Well, where should I start? No, but let me first thank you, Lori, because it's just always a delight to come on and talk about um, the events that we get the pleasure of hosting in community, and specifically this one, um, some of it's because of the longevity, but more importantly, it's because of what the art fair is all about. It's about the artist, and it's about the people. It's about c- creating real connection and joy mm-hmm. and community in like a uh, a real way that you can kind of just feel. As soon as you walk into the park, you can feel the energy. And we're fingers crossed the temperature will be on our side this year, <laughs> over next weekend um, so that it will be a great day for everybody to come out. But, you know, we would 
definitely want folks to know that you're going to be in good company if you come join us. We generally attract anywhere between 15 to 18,000 people over the course of the two days. You can certainly make it more by committing (laughs) to come out, bring friends, neighbors, family, coworkers, etc. You will not want to miss this particular event. And since it's in the heart of a neighborhood, we just encourage folks that if you're going to drive into, um, drive to the event, that you're just mindful that there's going to be street parking. There's not a ramp or anything like that that you would be expecting to be able to find. But you can also take public transit um, as a way or bike or walk, depending on what location you're coming from. Um, Kind of an eco-friendly approach to joining us at the fair. Um, And this year's event, we definitely want to give a shout out to the hundreds of amazing artists that were juried into the show. That's going to make it spectacular. Um, one of those artists you heard from earlier, if you've been listening with uh, to Lori and I at the beginning of the show, Shay Mays, um, who's featured, whose art is actually the featured artwork of this year's uh, promotional collateral and our website. But we also want to give a, a great and generous shout out to our sponsors like the Mall of America, Renewal by Anderson, Our Car, Connect Up, Fair Vote Minnesota, and Risen Christ Catholic School. Um, folks, I mean, this is the 32nd anniversary of a beloved uh, art fair festival that was started by community members and so community artists as well as community just people artists, that just loved yes. art yes all of the above uh, <laughs> you know people who loved art art makers themselves um, people who are still in the community or connected to the community in any number of ways and so it's something that we as an organization just take really great pride in that we still get the opportunity to be connected to shepherd it forward to move it forward and to make sure that it has a presence in community and I love that it's become a tradition for a lot of folks to look forward to and come to absolutely and once you come you will want to come you're back you're going to keep coming back I mean I gotta say I gotta say no shade to our event for sure but I think the region the state yeah really is like uh, best in class when it comes to the number of festivals and events, um, community-centered events that happen all throughout the spring and the summer. And we're just in such great company. Now, we certainly would debate anybody any day of the week (laughs) that we are by far the best art fair in all the land, right? But truly, it is because of all of the energy and the support that all of the events in our community receive. And so we're so fortunate to be a part of it. And there's tons of other information including the names of the artists, um, images of the artwork that they will be presenting and the booth numbers that you can find them at when you come to the event at the Powderhorn Art Fair um, website. So that's www.powderhornartfair.org or .com. You can find us at both handles. Um, and so there's just so much to see. So we're hoping to see all of you there. Uh, you know, when you were saying about we by far do the best, <laughs> right? I, no, we do. And I, and I was just thinking part of it is because our winters are so cold <laughs> and so long and yeah. we get flack for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think we make it up. I think, you know, per time in the sun, doing things outside, if you, you average that out, we're actually probably outside during this weather um, that's for the most part, lovely, and it's broken, so it's even more lovely. It's not quite the same heat wave we've been going through. Yeah. Um, we celebrate it. We're like ants coming out under the rock. We're <laughs> I mean, like spreading it like, yes! In addition to being the land of 10,000 lakes, I mean, we are the land of 10,000 construction zones yeah, true. <laughs> and 10,000 festivals. I mean, there's a lot uh, we yeah, can be proud of. There is, there is, but... There's a lot we can be proud of. To celebrate. Yes. And to honor 
community and to honor art and just to have just great fun. Yeah, it's a blast. I hope folks will put this on your calendar for either August 5th or 6th or both. That's right. Uh, And enjoy the food. Enjoy the art. Enjoy the community. Enjoy your friends. Enjoy your family. Bring it all together um, and do something special and go outside. That's right. Because, you know, we have to savor this outdoor time. Savor it. 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. both days, guys. 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. both days. We'll look forward to seeing you there. Thank you for joining both Tabitha and me today on Connections Radio Show, where we celebrate good ideas, explore them, and get connected. And when we get inspired, we go out and do something like go to the Potterhorn Art Fair. We'll see you there. Thanks, Lori.